Here we go. Hey, everybody, checking in once again with another almost sideshow as we walk through the season one of Barry episode by episode. I'm Terry. With me is Adam. How's it going, Adam? It's going good. I just had the best piece of poultry I've ever had in my life. My nuts weren't kicked, so it's really I was good. Say, I my I, I don't need a cup check then. It's good. No, it's no, good. no, it was great poultry. Yeah, it's, that's good. Chicken a la king is, I believe, is what it was. What he said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be getting into uh, to episode four of Barry season one. Uh, and, uh, I mean, this is an episode, a lot of stuff happens in this episode. Like, I feel like that things really start to progress and really start to get going after a couple episodes that had a lot of, a lot of setup and there's still a lot of setup here, mm-hmm. but, and, and, and some we're getting ready for something, but a lot of interesting things happen in this episode. So yeah. we're going to get to that in a sec, but first to pay off something we talked about a couple weeks ago on, on the sideshow. Todd got back to me with oh, the yeah. answer to can you FedEx a gun? And the answer is yes, you mm. can FedEx a gun. He says they do it all the time, especially uh, they do it for the military with, uh, with uh, JBLM, the, the air force oh, yeah. and, uh, and army base right there. But he said, he did say uh, one thing they did get wrong. Um, first he said, mailing a gun, it doesn't even, it's not even hazardous goods. So, Todd, Todd works in hazardous goods, dangerous goods at, at FedEx. He wouldn't even see it if it was a gun. However, the ammo has to be shipped separately, and the ammo is dangerous hazardous goods. There we go. So the fact that uh, in the same box in season, in episode one, in the same box, Barry got a gun and the magazine of ammo, that was either inaccurate or they didn't label it right when it got shipped. Which would be a total Fuchs thing to do. Just mislabel it so that he doesn't have to pay for a second box. It is the cheaper option. It is the cheaper option. Yep. Well, thank well, you, Todd. Uh, Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and I still want to get him on one of these episodes. So, Todd, I know you're listening. Uh, let us know when you're available and we'll get you on a sideshow episode. Because I know you love Barry. Okay. Uh Again, make sure you're subscribing, rating, reviewing wherever you find your podcasts. If this is interesting, make sure you're checking out the main show. Make sure you're checking out Daily Notes, all that fun stuff. Let's get into Season 1, Episode 4, entitled Commit to You. All right. I'm committed. Uh, we are committed. We are committed. Here is our uh, our synopsis of episode four. After Barry sleeps with Sally at the end of episode three, Sally sets up a Facebook account for Barry and helps him find an old military buddy before heading off to her agent to prepare for an audition. Fuchs tells Barry about the new plans for him to raid the Bolivian stash house. Meanwhile, the police bring in a Russian tech to try and unlock the camera that was found in Hank's car. Sally loses a chance at her audition because she would not sleep with her agent and lashes out at Barry because of it. Barry attempts to perform his Glengarry monologue and Gene convinces him that he needs to take control of his life. He immediately goes to Fuchs and quits. 
Jean takes Detective Moss out to dinner, and Moss kind of enjoys it. Moss has to leave in a hurry, though, and discovers a grainy and unidentifiable image of Barry from the camera footage. At a party thrown by Natalie, Fuchs arrives and blackmails Barry. Sally rejects Barry's gift before leaving with another guy. Barry's Marine buddy Chris shows up with a couple rowdy friends, and one of them finds out about the raid and once in. A lot happens, especially at the party. So, Adam, what what right. stood out to you? What what did you like about this episode? So this is uh, definitely a lot of stuff going on. As you were going over it, I was like, oh man, there's a lot of stuff did fall into place here. A lot of uh, interesting moments. I think Fuchs really shows his maniacal side, where he is tries to be fun, carefree, <laughs> but he has those moments and seeing. Uh, Bill Hader's shocked expression as a Barry, like Barry at the party. That was a crazy power play. That is playing all you playing all your cards out there and uh, revealing that you have the stronger hand. I think that Fuchs did. So uh, kudos to him considering, uh, you know, he's not the most likable character in the show, but that was a great, great move there. Uh, Sally, I was really not liking her character too much. I think obviously it's, I get it, but at the same time, as she's being unnecessarily harsh to Barry. Uh, but overall, though, I think this there's a, so much going on that is, it gets me excited for the next episode, especially the ending sequence. It's like, what's going to happen there? We don't feel the energy from Noho Hank, which is kind of sad, but we do have yeah. some John Ham energy, which is almost as uh, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, I, I'm sure. Uh, but the. Uh, yeah, it's just, it was a really good. I, I I still don't understand why they decided to have create a Facebook forum. I think that's just kind of. I know that he said, "Oh, I'm not on Facebook," and I know that's a way for him to reach out to other people. So I think that was kind of an interesting choice that they decided to take the character, considering uh, he's been off the grid for a while, and that the the whole point of the episode at the end wouldn't have happened if he was just not had a Facebook. Yeah, I think it, it pays off something that happened, I think, in the first episode where uh, all communication between the acting class happens Ooh, on Facebook. Okay. And he said he's not on Facebook. And, and he said he wasn't on Facebook. Also, at that point, in his mind, he's done. He, he He's going to quit. He's on his oh, way wow. out of the Hitman stuff. So this is how he's going to start his new life. He's going to get a Facebook account. He's going he's gonna to commit to these people. Uh, yeah, Fuchs. But like you said, Fuchs definitely has a maniacal side here. Uh, I I had a, a as you were talking about him and and what what he does to kind of keep himself going and to survive. It reminded me of our last sideshow when we talked about Band of Brothers and a quote from uh, from Nixon in there where he looks at winners at one point and goes, "I have every confidence in my scrounging abilities," and that's what I feel about Fuchs here. Like he he realizes he's got he's got a few cards he can play that are going to. Uh, that are going to win every time and yeah. he's going to survive. And he feels like one of those guys that no matter what happens, he's going to find a way to survive. Uh, yeah. Um, man. Yeah. The, there's so much there. Like I said, there's so much that happens. Um, I, uh, I, I thought it was fascinating watching, um, watching Gene in this one. Gene has a lot to do in this episode. He and has, uh, he has a, playboy energy he, he tries to put out there i think into the world well and, and even before that uh the uh his audition 
Oh yeah, I told that totally forgot about that. Yeah, and and he and he he just walks in and, and what what's the line? I I wrote it down here. Yeah. We're waiting here, yeah. or we're waiting here. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, he, thank you. Yeah, and and he the funny thing is he totally knows who he is. He totally knows what he's doing. Uh, he walks in there not thinking like this is the end all be all like all of his students do. It's like I'm gonna go in. I'm going to do my thing. And if I get cast, I get cast. If I don't, I don't. I mean, he, you can tell that's definitely the veteran actor in him yeah. playing out there. Uh, let's see here. What else? I, I agree. We were really missing uh, the Chechens in this episode. I mean, they were there, but they weren't there. Yeah, right. They the, were like there the presence is looming, but, but, you know, no Goron, no, 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 Hank. Um, they were episode adjacent, basically. Right, right. right. Outside. <laughs> or well, actually, one... in this case, off stage. So. Yeah, it's well, it's one of those things where it's a half hour episode. I mean, to get all this in, it like just keeping track of of the scenes. It, it was because I kind of keep track of scene by scene just to have some notes here. And there are so many scenes because mm. it's just cut here. Then we got to cut here. Then we got to cut here and go back and forth and do all this stuff to get it all in. Um, yeah. You, you mentioned you don't like Sally that much. Yeah. Well, I, I get, I get her character. I just think that there's a lot of, I don't know. It's just out of everybody on the show. I, I like, I even liked the Natalie. I think there's a lot of passiveness on her, but I think there's a, that's a fun little character there that got a little moments to shine today. I don't know. I think that for Sally, I'm like you're just being unnecessarily cruel to Barry, but then also Barry has re- he maybe pushes the envelope too much. Maybe that can go to a very relatable moment at times. <laughs> uh, but the I don't know the Sally. Unfortunately, I think there's some. Uh, I think she did the right thing, not going, uh, not agreeing with Mike. But just unfortunately, he was a little cruel, uh, cruel to her as well. Yeah, well, and 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 that that totally plays into what what's going on between her and Barry. Yeah, and 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 she's just kind of lashing out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let let's get into some of the stuff because uh, I I think the first one we're going to go to is biggest douchebag because I think there's nah. only one answer for this. Yeah, uh, and that is that is Mike. <laughs> yeah, the agent of the, Sally. The, yeah. the the agent. I mean, he's Very not cool. really an agent. He, he's he's always kind of said he might be her agent, and then we finally get the get the what would it take for uh, for him to be her agent in this episode, and he tries to laugh it off, and then you find out that no no he's just not even going to attempt to book her for anything from here on out. Uh, I really wish Sally would have like gone all out in that audition room. And been like, oh yeah, he must have taken me off the list because I refused to sleep with him. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. Like if she just would have just instead of getting into her her insecure self and just sheepishly walking out the door, if she would have like gone all out on that, she might have gotten the audition. Yeah, that's good. And it would have screwed over Mike. So but at, yeah. at the same time, that's a hard thing to do in that moment because yeah, you're, you're looking you around a, your insecurities and then you're looking at, like you said, looking around and you're surrounded by peers too. And you don't want to get judged mm-hmm. by them either. So 
Yeah, but she was definitely intimidated yeah. by the rest of those two. Yeah, a lot especially, of medics over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially leopard printed medic. Um, yeah. <laughs> leopard printed medic. Yeah. What was her yeah. name in that? Doctor. Uh, oh, um, the character she was playing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll find it here. We'll try and find it. Okay. Well, uh, did you have anybody else down for, for douchebag or is that who you had too? No, that was the biggest one right there. Yeah, yeah that was in in Pretty my easy. notes before I even before I even got to there, after his scene, I just put in all caps douche. <laughs> Captain um, of the, the, so this could be yeah. the uh, this is the agent of the douchebag, Mike. That's what the yeah. uh, best uh be, best Mike a, or best agent douchebag category. That's the agent that's the douche. Name Agent Deuce, there we go. There we go. That's a new uh, category. <laughs> who who's the biggest stick man here? John Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty obvious. I mean, that, that, that's uh, a that's a hard one to uh, that's a hard one to to argue with. The guy just clearly says, "Hey, mind if I take a shit in your house?" That's pretty. That's confident. I think he he could talk his way. In. Plus, it's, he's probably playing the same you know bridesmaid energy type of thing. So yeah, I think. Uh, John Hamm is the easy one. So hold uh, on, you you think you think Barry dreams of bridesmaids John Hamm at his barbecue? That's his fantasy. Uh, yeah, mm, yeah, I could I, see that character saying, "Hey, can I take a shit in your house?" I could, I could, I, see I, could I could see it too, but I could, I don't know, I don't know. I, can't I don't see, see. Like, I can't see Mad Men uh, John Hamm saying that. I can't see. I, I think John Hamm. I think John Hamm from the progressive commercials. Oh, have you seen yeah. that one? No. Or, no. Oh, so it's this great commercial that's playing right now, where uh, where uh, apparently John Hamm like uh, dated Flo once on a on a blind date, and he sees oh. her, and he sees her, and she goes, "Oh, I remember you. You're the struggling actor who didn't believe in progressive, Mister Tom Hamm." And uh, and he's like, I'd, I'd love to talk about it more over over dinner. And like, he's totally hitting on her. And she's like, oh, I don't usually talk about work over dinner. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Actually, that's a pretty good one. I, I could actually buy that. Buy that. That's uh, I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, yeah, I. John Hamm is one of the one of the best. He, he was my he was my episode favorite. The Hey, that guy. Uh, yeah. Award go, definitely goes to John Hamm in this one. Just the fact that he just pops up randomly, and I love the follow up to uh, to his question where he says, "Well, we've got five guest rooms. Take your pick." Take yeah. <laughs> your. <laughs> which which makes me wonder: Does that mean all five guest rooms have their own bathroom? Ooh, that's actually because he 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 asked to use the bathroom. He didn't ask to use a guest room. Is yeah. Barry give is Barry giving him permission? to to defecate in a guest room i don't know yeah i don't even know if and barry understood what he was saying in his own dream probably not uh probably not <laughs> but uh that's a good question and then you think that john ham was going to do like an upper de upper decker in one of those bathrooms or just kind of like just say well i can't find a, a toilet i'm just gonna defecate on the on the bed like an amber heard or something like that i don't know <laughs> too too real sorry that, that would be that would be the bridesmaids john ham yeah, that's and, and, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I don't think this one though. Okay, you're going with him for for your stick man. My stick man is obviously the one and only Gene Cousineau. 
Gene Cusack. Uh, I mean, he he maxed it up big time with Detective Moss. I mean, he he lays it on thick, and and she buys it. I mean, he he knows how to play the game. He he knows how to play the game, and you can tell this is this is not his first rodeo. He knows what he's doing, and he gets what he wants. That is true. Uh, that that's a good point. I like it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. He he was laying it on. He was uh, and she she bought it. That that was the craziest part. I mean, anyone anyone that can cry on command as your as your parlor trick on in a date is a they they know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Could be also a stick man too. I guess he he has the stick man. That's what persona. I'm saying. He's my stick man. Oh yeah, duh. That's what you just said. <laughs> duh. All right. Uh, who's the best new face in this one? Uh, well, let's see. Best new or the new face? Hey, that guy type of character. Uh, Chris Lakato, Lakato, uh, his friend, his military friend, played by oh yeah, Chris Marquette. Marquette. I actually recognize that guy from Alpha Dog, which is a good movie, and also the movie oh. that you. I have, he played an Alpha Dog, The Girl Next Door, which you guys deep dope for some reason. A couple, I think. Oh, like last I completely year. forgot that. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, he played Eli Brooks. He also played in Freddy yeah. vs. Jason. Was one of his first, well second movie, which is funny. Um, the Invisible, uh, Race to Witch Mountain, uh, Fanboys, which is like a Star Wars like little fun movie. And then he kind of falls off. I haven't heard of any of these movies since his last movie was 2020, but. Yeah, kinda... he's the fi- he's the filmmaker. Yeah, I forgot about that. And in in, yeah. uh, in Girl Next Door. Yeah, so that's uh, that's my hey new face that guy. Be interesting to see what he does. Yeah, my mine mine was was John Hamm, uh, but my so then we also have like best new face like best new one that we that we saw and my favorite in this one was uh was Zach Burrows. Who oh, uh, is yeah. supposed to be a big deal because uh, he got booked to motion capture for the live action Pinocchio. Uh, and I, I love the scenes where you realize that he's just completely full of it. And yeah. everyone thinks he's a big deal and he thinks he's a big deal. And he's not anything. It's like, oh, do, do the voice, do the voice. Like, uh, they're getting a kid to do that. I'm just, I, I just do the motion. So, will anybody know you're in the movie? I'll be in the credits. I'll be, I in, think the I'll be in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, uh, and, and the other thing, I love how he had, he got like, to shoot for like a month and a half in South Africa to do motion capture. <laughs> to do motion, the motion, the mocap. Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. That, that was, that was my, uh, that was probably my episode favorite, uh, my, or the best new face that we saw. Yeah. I think if you're talking, and then, I like how the, the friends basically when he got like got jumped on by Vaughn, uh, Vaughn and Taylor, <laughs> yeah. and he hurts his elbow. He's a little boo boo. He's like, oh, they're like, ah, oh, freaking pussy. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and then, uh, baby. then, yeah, what a baby. Yeah, <laughs> but, he, but he goes, he, he leaves with Sally though. So I mean, he's got something going on. Yeah, okay, maybe he's a low key dude. Stick, he's a low key yeah. stick man. Low key yeah. stick man. Yeah. Hey, some guys like some women like the sensitive chick or a sensitive guy, I guess. Maybe success that's really what it is. It's the success, yeah. Success, yeah. That's a good point. All right, what what is our very relatable moment? You you already you might have already alluded to it a little bit, yeah. Well, I think 
too. I guess not so much now. I guess trying to when you like when you're I was when I was younger, I was like talking to somebody and thinking like getting that vibe like, oh yeah, we're yeah, she's interested in me. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's not how it played out at all, like how I thought it was. Yeah. And I think uh, uh Barry definitely had that a lot. And he's like, What well, what and he goes way out and says, Don't talk to her or whatever. And he's like, Whoa, whoa, calm down. No one's gonna tell me who uh what I am. Which is, I think, now that we're talking about Sally, I think that I, I appreciate that she did stand her ground. I just think it's, I don't know. There's some, I, I like, I prefer Barry over the kid, her. That's probably why. Maybe. Well, and, and it's funny because, I mean, the, the stereotypical way that plays out is the opposite, right? The girl mm. is the one that gets attached, emotionally attached, and the guy is the one that blows him off. So it's kind of interesting yeah. that the roles reverse, but that's mainly because Barry's the, even even as he says, I'm freaking Jason Bourne, um, he he's the sensitive one. He's yeah. the naive, emotional, sensitive one of the group because he's never been through this part of life before. Uh, my very relatable moment is uh, when Chris and and Taylor and Vaughn first show up and you get that scene of him talking at the party with Chris and you notice and, and this happens to me all the time how you talk differently with different groups of people. Like, like when, when you're with this group, you, you, you talk one way. And when you're with this group, you talk another way and you just slide right into the, the language and the cadence and whatever the, the conversation always is with those, with that group of people happens. And that's what happens with him and Chris, because all of a sudden, but I mean, there were, there were more F bombs dropped in that, 30 second conversation than there have been in the entire show so far. So yeah, you're um, a freaking dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're a freaking dad. Every now, other word. And like they emphasized it, but it was it, just that idea that it, it, it was, it wasn't forced either. It was just completely natural that, that he's down in a couple beers in 30 yeah. seconds and every other word is, is, is dropping an F bomb. That's, that's just, that's so relatable because we yeah. all do that. True. And then it's like also like a military thing too. I, I know that's my, right. yeah, very military too, which is like my brother was in there too. And we've had conversations about that. It's pretty much like the same kind of thing. But yeah. That's a, that's a good point. I, I like, I like that. I uh, didn't pick up on that quite, but that's a good call. All right. Adam, what's the best scene? The scene. Uh, I want to go with the cupcake scene when uh when Fuchs shows up and uh, at the party and unannounced follow follows them in and yeah he basically says no uh, this is how it's gonna play out. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> my favorite line though he says is like I see you don't have to lie to me basically like I want you to have this I want you to have the your acting class you just have to lie to me about it but uh uh then just, you know, we're gonna do this um uh, and. I think that and just seeing Barry's face was like, holy crap, I'm about to get made. My cover's about to get blown. Uh, people are going to see who I am uh, for real now if they see me interacting with them. But uh, Oh, and, and it's a full-on blackmail there, too. Oh, it was, completely. And and I love I love Fuchs in that, too, because Fuchs is playing it up and knows exactly what he's doing, and he's he's talking nice and quiet, and then, and then once he tries a cupcake, oh, that was delicious. Oh, man, these are amazing. So, Barry... Um, you really need to take this packet back. <laughs> yeah, you need to really take it. Uh, yeah, take it back. Go put this in your car. <laughs> so as as I was figuring out the best scene uh, for 
for episode three, I had written down the acting class for best scene. And this is one where I didn't need to erase it and put something else in there because the best scene for me was the acting class mm-hmm. and him giving his monologue <laughs> yeah. or attempting. I think I said in the, in the summary, attempting to give his monologue. First prize is a Cadillac El Dorado. <laughs> you guys want to know what second prize is? A set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired, but <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> you're making me nauseous. You're, oh, you're making me nauseous. And then and the whole talk that he has with them, too. And and it it just it just works. And uh, and and just seeing Barry try to act his way through it. And 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 Gene is completely right. He's and when he's telling him what he's doing, he's deferring to everybody else and everyone else is more important than him in everything he does. And so it finally forces him to realize, oh, I need to I need to write this and I need to yeah. do what's right for me. And I thought that was amazing. My, my runner up was the the dinner scene with with Gene and Detective Moss. Oh, yeah, that's, that's just good... that's just brilliant. that's just brilliant. <laughs> Crying on demand. That's, that's... <laughs> What a what a power move! I can teach you. It's a learned skill. It's a learned skill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and what he says to get her to stay too. Like, what are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? Go home and share a glass of wine with your parakeet. <laughs> Where are you going this late? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Good good setup, my Gene. All right, LVP. Oh, have we done a minor character yet? Oh have yeah, we... go for it. We kind of did, but go you go yeah. ahead. Well, I like Taylor and Vaughn. I think those guys, those are just like obnoxious buddies. <laughs> I was like, and it's just like you don't. It's a, the perfect thing about that scene. It's like, hey, uh, so you didn't let me know that you invited your friends, uh, and they're like, how about those guys over there? And they're just beating the crap out of each other. Like you didn't hear. They're like in the like they're right in the same room, but you don't even hear them beating each other up until it like, pans over, which is I thought was brilliant. But I'm. Barry, I have to go can with you that. come control your friends? Yeah, I, I think Natalie is probably my favorite minor character uh, <laughs> overall, though, uh, because, uh, yeah, she's just uh, very passive and just wants to be friendly and liked. And, uh, yeah, come control your friends, Barry. Uh, but then uh, Barry just the, the bad You're hurting line. Zach Burrows. <laughs> You're hurting Zach Burrows. See that Barry guy over there? He's Zach Burrows. We we know each other. We were in this group where it's 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 a, it's an anonymous group. But anyways, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> we are both in it. We're both in it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Natalie. That's a good one. That's a good one. She was great. She was great. All right. LVP. My LVP is Fuchs. Oh, because I, he, for all the reasons that we said he, he was kind of amazing in this episode makes him an LVP. And he knows he played the low card. He know he he knew how to hit Barry in a way that he was going to do and be forced to do what he wanted. And that that uh, it was a low blow, but he he knew he had that low blow in him if he needed it. So he's my LVP. How about you? Good call. Uh, Zach Burrows. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Burrows for me is my LVP because. Yeah, you get mo mo capped. They're not. Uh, they're using a child actor to for the voice. He may or may not be in the credits. He may be forgotten. Uh, they might have to do like a special edition or a director's cut, and then put him in there. But who who knows? Yeah, Zach Burrows may or not not be seen or known that he's in this movie. All it's right, Pinocchio. so I 
I was thinking of making him LVP, but then if you actually listen and listen to him talk, I feel like everyone else makes a big deal out of him. And he doesn't really feel that bit much of a big deal. Well, I guess like, he's not when like... he's talk when he's talking with Sally, he goes, Yeah, I don't do the voice. I might be in the credits. I don't know. I I just do the motion capture. I mean, okay. it, he does kind of give a humble brag of, of shooting in South Africa. That's true. And I, but but he it was kind of a it was kind of a yeah. I'm realizing I'm not that big of a deal while I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'll I'll go with the laptop being a three months rent. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll one go thing about one. Zach Burroughs, though, is he is kind of a Streisand in this one. <laughs> He's more of a Streisand. Yeah, good call. Barry's Jason Bourne. He's a bit. He's a little bit of a Streisand. He's 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 the regular Matt Damon, but uh, but Barry is is Jason Bourne. I like it. I like how we tie it into Apatow. Always oh, throw that one line. Oh, of course, of course. All right, MVP of the episode is who? Vaughn. I don't. I, there's something about Vaughn. He just he's like, don't know what this is, but I want in. Yeah, and he's like, he has the confidence. He, you tapping that? Actually, Still, I, think yeah, that I think it's Taylor. Taylor is the one that actually actually mm. fi- figures it all out. Okay. Well, they, they don't really specify which one's which, but if you look at the the credits on IMDb, oh, okay. Taylor's Taylor. the one. Yeah. All right. I thought how I look, how I they said Taylor and Vaughn, and the one guy was on the left. I was like, well, that's right. I thought that's, that's, that's what I thought too. Vaughn. That's what I thought too until I saw uh, until I looked at it on IMDb. So con- I hate, that's exactly the same thing. Why I hate like, when they like put the actor's name in wrong places when it's like the like it's Tommy Lee Jones, but it says Nicole Kidman above her. I was like, what? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, put the name of the actor above their head. <laughs> That would <laughs> make more sense. It makes just makes more sense. All right, my my MVP in this one is Detective Moss. Mm. Uh, just because I mean, going along with uh, with everything that uh, that Jean was throwing, and then actually kind of liking it at the end, and and the one sequence because she wants to find out more about about Ryan Madison, and the one sequence where was it here? Um, oh, uh, when when she's talking <laughs> to. She's talking to Jean, and she's and she asks, "How is his relationships with everyone else in in the class?" He goes, "So, from from what I've heard from the the proverbial water cooler, is he he's kind of a tomcat, but he never brought that into class. His which meant his performances were completely devoid of drama. Oh, so he was a bad actor? Yes, he <laughs> absolutely was. <laughs> <laughs> I also forgot that he had one of my favorite laugh out loud, laugh out loud moments." He's, she googles him. And it's like, oh, hey, this crazy white, this crazy guy knows Jed Hurst. Jed Hurst. He knows Jed Hurst. Oh wow. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's a. <laughs> he knows Jed Hurst. Uh, she's she's so funny. She is yeah. so funny. Oh, uh, and the other, I was gonna say, the other LVP is uh, whatever J Crew is throwing on their mannequins, because oh, that okay. that outfit was not working for Barry. I don't know if anybody told you that, but that, that I really like your outfit. And he's like, "Oh, I don't I didn't want a compliment for you." <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick was the only one that liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. J Crew, yeah, that's a good one. J Crew out uh, mannequins and also uh, laptops that are three months rent. Yeah, that's good. Yes. Call. All right, so episode four, we're halfway through the season. A lot of stuff happened. 
We've got a lot of stuff getting set up. What do you what do you want to see in episode five? No ho Hank. <laughs> He's got to come just, back, right? Just got to see him. Uh, but I also think Taylor. Uh, I I, I kind of think that that would be kind of interesting. It, it'll turn into a buddy co- uh, buddy uh, uh, well buddy cop comedy or what's that called? A buddy comedy? I don't know. But anyway, it, it would be interesting dynamics if they go on this heist together, this raid. Because uh, obviously, I think they're going to need more than one person. Uh, I think it's established that he there's a military buddy, correct, Taylor? Yeah. Yep. So uh, that that would be very interesting to see how that plays out. And I think Moss. I wouldn't mind seeing another dating opportunity, maybe where she uh, has a little too much wine and they just she, they wake up and they're like next to each other. Oh, my God. What did I do? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of potential stuff that could happen, because if, if it goes wrong with Taylor, like. There's potential blackmail from Taylor. He's getting blackmailed by Fuchs. You've got Sally who refuses to talk to him. Then you've got Moss, who now has a grainy image of him. Oh yeah, you know, shooting up Hank's car, and 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 her point is right. It's like I don't know who that is, but if you know who that is, you will recognize him, right? So like, if you if you've met this guy before, if you're friends with this guy, and she's got an entire acting class that is. So I mean, it's only a matter of time before somebody sees that image and goes, "Hey, that's Barry." Uh you yeah, you've just got a lot of stuff in play right now, and then this raid coming up. I think you're onto something with the fact that this raid's going to need more than one person because he just way too. He, big Jason Bourne even even can't do it by himself. Yeah, uh, on so we gotta like have this. we have to call in Julia Stiles to come in. So Taylor playing that Julia Stiles role. There we go. He probably yep. had other helpers, but I can't I can't picture anybody else. And, oh, M- MVP. I I will also say. And, and we'll wrap it up with this. MVP is uh, is beers in the Dodger Stadium parking lot. It's a good MVP. I approve this message. Yeah, you you approve of this message. All right. Well, that's that's episode four. Uh, I uh, commit to you. And uh, we're halfway through season one. We'll see what happens in episode five. See how much of this gets paid off in episode five. See how much Noho Hank we see. and uh, And see exactly what's going to happen. Barry's kind of quickly getting himself into quite the web of, of problems. And how is he, how is he going to get out of it? And will we ever see another dream with John Hamm? I think that's, that's another really important question that we need answered right now. Yeah. John Hamm, double deckers. Yep. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I wonder what happens mm-hmm. in one of the five guest rooms In one of the five. <laughs> hey, can I have one of those with cheese on it? Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, that's episode four. We'll be back at you next week with episode five. Remember, these are dropping on Thursdays. You'll see it then. Be watching along with us. Be looking for the next episode. And until then, enjoy.